Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues. We wrap up our visit today in Kentucky with Willie James and Willie James Gang. First, I want to talk about Vermont and River Ridge Farm. The River Ridge Farm is like Vermont's recreational lover's dream. Okay, it's a gorgeous vacation rental that's nestled in the Green Mountains of Vermont. River Ridge Farms is an escape to everything wonderful Vermont has to offer. It's a historic farmhouse set atop 16 acres of fields with mountainous views, a pasture, a pond, a tree-lined river frontage. You go out and enjoy this beautiful spot right in the heart of the Green Mountain State, along with the multiple nearby ski and mountain resorts, breweries, biking trails, hiking trails, and other tourist other tourist activities. This spot is unique because the resident farm animals and it's kind of cool i took my grandson out there and he got the pet pigs and boy he was in no pun intended but he was in hog heaven he had so much fun two and a half years old and he's papa pigs papa pigs wanted to pet the pigs talk to diana she's the owner and then when you're getting ready to go out there ask her about the interaction with the pigs or just do a regular farm stay in this comfortable modern farmhouse it can sleep 11 guests very comfortably there's enough space there to throw events like graduation parties, rehearsal dinners, weddings, retirement parties, or just relax and rejuvenate in the beautiful Vermont landscape. Check them out, River Ridge Farm. They're on Facebook, and you'll find them if you search River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville, or you go through Airbnb, River Ridge Farms, Vermont's recreation lover's dream. It's beautiful. Willie, it's not Kentucky. Kentucky's hey, got its own beauty, man. You made Been me there. want Vermont. <laughs> so I only have six states, and I've been to all of them, and one of them is Vermont that I have not been. to. No kidding, dude. Yeah, and I love cheese, bro. <laughs> this is uh, this is one of the best kept music secrets in the country. I think it's yeah. what Austin used to be like before Austin became Austin. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's just, cool. Uh, it's it's beautiful. There's a several places we go to in fact one of the bands that's on the podcast was just playing up in montreal and they hit me up and said where can we play in burlington i'm like give me some notice next time man yeah <laughs> there's a lot just a lot of good venues up here where you can go some of cool. them you have to bring your own pa but a lot of them they just have their own pa set up and you just walk in yeah. plug in and play you know so tell me yeah. about uh tell me about the willie james gang or more specifically you willie james you're you're a young man. Look to be, I'm going to guess, in your 30s. I'm 35. Yeah, how about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm usually, I usually suck at that part. You know, by <laughs> by the way. Yeah, if I and, shave my beard, I look like I'm 12. Oh, know, okay. But... <laughs> are you Are you from Richmond originally? Born and raised, or no? Uh, well, I was born in Montana, uh, and that's. I just moved to Kentucky a year ago. Oh wow. Um, but I lived, I, I have family in Eastern Kentucky. Uh, my dad's originally from North Carolina, uh-huh. family in Eastern Tennessee. So I, um, I used to come down here as a kid in the summers and stuff and lived here on and off. Had a pretty crazy, I was in 
21 different addresses by the time I was 18. Oh my gosh. And I thought I moved a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy all over. Um, so, uh, but Montana is definitely where I was born. Yeah. And the majority of the time, like, was in Montana as well. And what, but I what, love got, what got you into music? Uh, well, my dad's side of the family um, all played music. Uh, my dad was a poet and, uh, he, I didn't know he played guitar um, until I got my guitar and he showed me <laughs> three chords. And I'm like, because oh, wow. his, his uncle, or my uncle rather, his brother, yeah. uh, he, he was uh, the musician. Like he, him and uh, his sons and daughter all played like, and uh, I mean, and it was more of like, I was a kid. I remember being four or five years old and they're all like sitting around until like, you know, midnight, three in the morning playing music around like, you know, the kitchen table. And yeah. like, I loved that. I loved the South and that I loved that. Cause like music was such a, the way that like agriculture is for Montana. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, music is that for culture down here. Like it's a part of the, Fabric. That is so cool. And did you pick up a guitar when you were young then and start picking early on or what? So I I actually wrote before I played. Uh, I wrote my first song in third grade, uh, wow. which, you know, of course it was um, really great. No, <laughs> it was <laughs> um, And uh, it was funny. I, uh, I kept writing. Like I wrote poetry. I, I've always been a writer. Uh, mm -hmm. I write short stories, all kinds of stuff. I just love creative writing. And uh, anyway, uh, my brothers started playing music. And then I was like, well, I need to get the guitar. So at 11, um, I bought a $50 department store from Pomida, like, <laughs> uh, you know, acoustic guitar that had strings about, you know, an inch off of the frets <laughs> and and, uh, and like you get splinter, you get splinters on the body from the plywood not being. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was ridiculous. And I mean, it's fifty bucks, right? Nice, so, nice. Uh, <laughs> but I, my dad, um, showed me. He was like, he like, I came home and he had the guitar and he's like, here's C, G seven, and F. They're all on the same three frets. You know, like yeah, and right. uh, like so. Um, that was the first three chords I like learned and I never, um, for the first, I don't know, two years, I never learned like full covers. Like I basically just wrote, like uh -huh. I learned a new chord and then like write a song and like, so I thought I, you were going to say, I never played another chord for 10 years. I just played yeah. everything. Oh cool. no. I mean, I still do that. That's what a capo is for, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, and then I just, um, you know, it's from 11 to now, I just, uh, I gradually just continued to play more and more and more. And, you but know, originally I, you were a, a songwriter. So you, you see yourself more as a writer than a performer, right? Or are you both now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a lead guitarist, so that's, I feel like my performer side and I mean, my vocals when I play live, I really, but as far as. I definitely, if I had to choose, like, 
the creation and writing of music is the core reason that I do yeah. what I do. When you For play sure. out, when you play out, do you just play it? Because it's the Willie James gang. Is there a gang? Yes. Or, and who's well, the gang? so <laughs> at one point I, I had a, uh, a blues rock band, a uh, different name. Uh, their name was the Intergalactic Troubadours. And <laughs> <laughs> we, we recorded a couple albums and toured. And that was after that, um, my brother was a drummer and like he recorded on an album so i kind of had like a gang um for like this one album that i came out with but we never really played out or anything you mm -hmm. know and, but that was like where the willie james gang thing came into i would okay. love to get like a rhythm section and do like a three-piece again because like i just absolutely um love playing you know i love there's quite a few people since I've been down here, I'll sit in and just play lead, you know, oh, okay. and, and I love that just as much, you know, but, uh, um, for now it's just me. Uh, but there's definitely, there's so the music scene in Kentucky is insane right now. I mean, really? What well, is it yeah. because your proximity to Nashville or, or at, no, it's got their own thing going, man. Uh, like, I mean, there's, everywhere is like you can play you could play like six nights a week you know like all within an hour of my house wow. <laughs> like and but then like with west virginia too like there's this appellation thing you know with tyler childers coming out he really blew this place up that helped and a lot yeah there's a you know a handful of others zach Bryan and uh those other guys like that whole sound is kind of centralizing now in this area and it's it's awesome i what i love about it is like the music i want to hear and of course being influenced by it while you're here mm -hmm. you know i love a little bit of grit and everything you know i don't like it to just be like this i anyway so yeah it's um i'm hoping to have a band you know um next year do some shows but for the most part, I really pursue more of the uh, the where songwriters are celebrated, like you know, listening rooms and and you know, nice. I, the goals get into you know more theaters and and doing it. Like I do a lot of write arounds and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. where, but it's cool. I'm I'm not aware of Kentucky being that big of a music scene, but I've heard that from more than one person this week. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm really blown away. I knew, like, bluegrass, obviously, but, like, um, I had no idea how, you know, it, there's not only so much talent, but, like, just the community of venues. And because I played uh, pretty much full-time through my 20s in the uh -huh. Northwest. Um, you know, a lot in Montana and Idaho and Washington, you know, I do like a little circuit thing. Yeah. And it was so much more, uh, I don't know, like here is just a, definitely more of a community vibe than out there. There was, you know, there was some folks that didn't necessarily mesh well. And uh, I've heard that about certain markets where it's like yeah. competitive. Or it's yeah. cutthroat even. It, I've heard the word cutthroat. Yeah. And I've heard of communities like what you're describing in Kentucky where it's just embracing. Uh, Alaska is a lot like that from what I understand. 
uh, because Ooh. you're so it's so hard to get to places in Alaska right. that uh, right. musicians kind of gravitate toward each other and prop each other up. Yeah. You know? So yeah. is your style like we're going to talk about your first song here, Home, and I want to talk about it in a minute. But your style, it's not really rock, but it kind of is. It's not really country, but it kind of is. I call yeah. it like Americana folk. Yeah, you know? man. It's a storytelling. It is, man. I, I love stories. I love characters. I love I so like my top five influences are like Bob Seeger, Creedence Clearwater, yeah, Waylon Jennings, John Prine. Like I love I mean I and that's more it's funny because like I have my influence for songwriting. I have mine for my vocals. I have it for guitar. Like they're all kind of, you know, different. Um, but lyricism has always been in the songwriting. I love melody, obviously. It's so much fun to weave a melody, but it's so much fun to find the syllables and, you know, stuff like that in the um, lyrics of it. You know, it's I like love the, the, the cadence, the rhythmic pattern, that. all of that. It's, yeah. That's that's I why it. I don't write, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's I know where it's lacking. I'll sit there and I'll write a song. And I wrote a whole album for my girlfriend. I you know played it for her for her yeah. birthday years and years ago, and she was just so moved. I'm like, I don't even want to touch those songs anymore because they're just crap. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny hindsight on a lot of things that when I wrote it, I'm like, man, like I can't do better than this. And then yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, like good lord that was like you know i use them as pieces now like i i have songs that i'm like oh i'll, I'll keep that chord progression for later but yeah, yeah. Like, you know <laughs> no i'm but, kind of a blues man and uh and, and we're going to talk about your first song because it really hit me because i i always remember and it's the opening line of your song of the song called home is i remember what i was doing the day that buildings fell yeah, I always yeah. tell people that I remember what I was doing that day. The buildings fell. It's so bizarre that you use that line. Yeah, but, uh, I used to. Uh, I had a, a music room in my house. I had in St. Louis, and when it was a slow morning at work, I had my own business, and I'd sometimes I'd plug in Eric Clapton's live blues album, oh, and yes. I'd pick up my my Strat, and I just kind of jam along with EC. Well, I had a TV on in there, and I was just kind of watching, and I was like, "Oh, wow!" A plane just ran into the world trade center well if you remember time frame wise and maybe you don't remember this but not that I long no, previous to that there was a, a a baseball pitcher or something that crashed a small craft into a building downtown so that oh my gosh what's going on with these buildings and pilots I, crashing into planes and then i saw i said that doesn't look too good so i turned on the news while i'm watching plane number two hit you know yeah, so, man. I mean, I, I know exactly not only where I was, but what I was doing. I even know what song I was playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. No. And I, uh, so to have a song like Home that you're going to play, or we're going to play for you here, uh, is it impacted me. Is that what impacted you or why that impacted you? Because there's other things that you touch on in the song, but it just seems like so that stands out the most. This is a, a incredible. Um, the whole process of this song was uh one of the most incredible things i've ever got to do um in creating and i have a friend who is a um army ranger for 10 and a half years and uh he reached out to me with like a three paragraph synapsis synapsis of his uh his career in the uh -huh. military 
and he wanted me to write his story in a song to for like post-traumatic oh, wow. stress i like and so that song is you know i took his words and took pieces and the emotions of it and uh and so like the the whole premise of like you know it's pretty crazy out there you should stay home his mom mm-hmm. like because he's the same age as me we're 35 and like we we're in like sixth grade you know something like that yeah middle school and i remember i was homeschooling and uh i remember my sister like taking all my books out and she's like go watch tv take notes this is gonna go down history you know like and we were like holy you know like just right, completely right. overwhelmed right but anyway he he asked me to do this and i was so um you know moved i was like man i'm i'm honored that you would you know it's, it's a precious thing you know that it, and i i took it and i did that and i sent it to him and uh <laughs> he didn't reply for about an hour and every insecurity in my of course soul <laughs> is like boiling i'm like oh my god you know, you know and right. then he's like, gonna hate me he's never gonna talk to me again he's a piece of crap <laughs> he's song like, <laughs> he's like oh he's like i can't even um he's like i don't cry man he's like right. i i'm an army ranger he's right. like i i've been wrecked for the last like you know like it moved him so much right and and what was incredible is it, it grew into like he sent it to his mom and then like his battalion and stuff like there's like a military family vibe in it, right? Of the mom, yeah, nice. and, you know, and that whole thing. Uh, and that grew into something, but it got to the point now um, he was, uh, he does retreats on a ranch in Montana for wounded warriors. Oh, wow. And he has a week of, uh, you know, they go out and they, they shoot guns and they, they live in Montana. It's awesome. You know, ride horses, do whatever they want. And, uh, at the end of it, they have a dinner and he plays that song like as like, and it, you know, I love that aspect of music of using it as a means to an end of, you know, as an outlet for post-traumatic stress or, sure. you know, I, that's the reason I got into it, you know, but so that's such a gift. That, it's such a gift to be able to give that to this guy. It's, it's almost like a ministry. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I, I, I feel in that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, let's I, give I, this a I, listen. Let's give this a listen. The song is called Home. And we can talk about it for hours, but it's better to yeah. just listen and experience it. Our guest, yeah. Willie James and the Willie James gang, the first song of his we're going to listen to is this one here. It's called Home. But I was just a kid when I saw the towers falling. I can still hear my mama calling It's pretty crazy out there, boy, you should stay home It's pretty crazy out there, boy, you should stay home The news was as dark as the smoke in the sky As we watched, my mama said, this is why It's pretty crazy out there, boy, you should stay home It's 
pretty crazy out there, boy, you should stay home But I got this feeling down deep in my soul It's pretty crazy out here, mama, you should stay home It's pretty crazy out here, mama, you should stay home I was taking fire in a box of sand My mama's words came back to me again It's pretty crazy out there, boy, you should stay home It's pretty crazy out there, boy, you should stay home This fire down deep in my soul Yeah, it's crazy out here, mama, you should stay home Oh, it's crazy out here, mama, you should stay home Seems we forgot what we never forget There's a few of us who never will, you can bet It's pretty crazy out here, where the hell is my home? It's pretty crazy out here, where the hell is my home? And I got this fire down deep in my soul Yeah, it's crazy out here, where the hell is my home? Just a kid when I saw the towers falling. I can still hear my mama calling. It's pretty crazy out there, boy. You should stay home. It's pretty crazy out there, boy. You should stay home. Willie James gang with Willie James from Richmond, Kentucky here on the music of America podcast. That song is called home. The jingle that hits like a single. That's the slogan for jingle lingo. It's an advertising vehicle designed to create a unique and personal jingle to promote and position your business, make it stand out above the crowd. Think of all those musical jingles you've heard through the years, right? Who came up with that? Who wrote that jingle? Jingle lingo can and will put your business into a higher vision and focus with all your advertising needs. Jingle Lingo, custom-made, custom-designed with you, for you. Through the talents of accomplished singer and songwriter Courtney Davis-Jackson, check them out today and get to work on your own personalized musical jingle from Jingle Lingo. www.jinglelingo. The jingle that hits like a single. Willie James, I can't listen to any more of your music, man. It chokes me up. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. I, it's I, a I weird Well, it's cool because your dad was a poet. And now, yeah. you know, you've got that influence that helped you 
become a wordsmith. And then yeah. you have the added benefit of your, your family that has music, you know, a, a musical gene or whatever. So you can put yeah. those elements together and come up with this. And the home was just a really, really good example of that. I'm going to jump right into the next song, Legacy. Tell me about that. What's that about? So um, I've written, uh, so my father passed away uh, right before my 14th birthday. He oh, wow. was uh, three years old and uh, he uh, was a Navy veteran of Vietnam, did two tours. And uh, so I, I've written a bunch of memorial songs for him, you know, and songs about my pops. And like, it's, it's a, it's a common theme in the wisdom that he left behind and my stepfather and all this stuff. Right. Like I, I'm very, um, there's a common theme of that. And with this song, uh, like this guitar here has uh, my dad's dog tag on it. Uh, well, I'll be darned. And then also uh, like the folded up flag, obviously. And, and so I was just talking about, you know, the, uh, once again, I, I always, veterans are always close to me as home, you know, was an example of that. Sure. But like with my father, I, I wanted to, uh, I hadn't written a song that really showcased anything about the military side of that. And not only that, but like his, uh, some of the things he used to say, you know, like the, in the chorus, the, um, be sure to, or don't say you're sorry, but be sure to apologize. My dad used to always say that. Like, if he said sorry, he's like, don't say you're sorry, but be sure to apologize. Like, yeah, yeah. he being, and I've noticed this myself, uh, with when you work with words, like, and you really, you know, um, dissect, like, how much power is in words you know there's a lot of things that you, you know i try not to say just because of and that's not something that like i think he deliberately like drove to me but like i definitely feel that in some form of uh like a legacy left behind almost like a so that's where that whole premise came from and then the second verse um you know just talks about you know my dad was a um an alcoholic and like you know the war had he was a functional alcoholic right but in right. The, in life it, it, it got to a point that's not what he died of but it definitely didn't help <laughs> the process. So, uh, so it talks about that and i you know my bouts with that and then the court or the bridge is my favorite line probably in that i mean i i love the first verse and the way it weaves through but like the um the bridge is definitely like my favorite part of that song. So tell us the bridge. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it builds up and it goes, uh, uh, possessions are just things, but the memories they hold are worth more than their weight in gold. And, uh, yeah. you know, and that, like, because the whole premise, the opening line of a folded up flag and dog tags and a warrior's soul is all I have left of my father to hold, right? Like in that, yeah. you know, it's obviously the, you know, connective tissue to all that. So, I mean, that song, man, uh, like say, I, I've written a, a, a lot of songs for him, but that's my favorite one I've written for him. Well, it's kind of, it's, it's so cool that because the way the format of the show is again, and I say this every once in a while for people that 
are novices or aren't familiar with how we do this, I ask all the artists to submit three songs. And then we talk about those songs. We play them through the show. The song that we're going to play next is a song called Legacy. And just with that story you've given us, Willie, makes this a part of that legacy now. 100%. Yeah, bro. That's so cool, yeah. man. That's so cool. I, I love how it all weaves, man. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. 100%. Let's give it a listen. This is yeah. Willie James Gang, Willie James, song called Legacy. Dead is old, 44, my late 73. It's worth more than the bounty of all the treasures in the sea. Folded up leg and dog tags and a warrior's soap is all I have left. My daddy too old He said don't say you sorry But be sure to apologize When you shake a man's head Look him in the eye I blame half of my choices For all that I've lost I run here free will Is what Side of freedom, west of the divide, between the soul receiving, the one that crossed the line, the dead his demons, the Lord knows I might put a stand on the promise. I see him on the other side, he said, Don't see you sorry. But be sure to apologize when you shake a man's head. Look him in the eye. I blame half of my choices for all that I've lost. I run Legacy, Willie James and the Willie James Gang from Richmond, Kentucky. And I'm your host, Tom Pollard, here on the Music of America podcast. You know, years ago, I got into an accident at work where I ended up spending the entire month on my stomach while my back wounds healed. I had scalded and severely burned my lower back. Well, about two weeks into my healing, I realized I haven't had a cigarette in two weeks, so I quit smoking. Now, that method worked for me, okay, but I do not suggest it for anyone else. Thank goodness, though, there's a company like Laser Therapy South. They're located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but they service people all over the world. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking, reduce stress, and alleviate chronic and acute pain. 
Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser Therapy. It's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is also your quit date. It's a cold sort of therapeutic laser. It does not produce heat. It does not cut. And most clients report more like feeling having had a massage after treatment. Laser therapy south. Like I said, they're they're in Fort Lauderdale, but they deal with patients and customers or whatever from all over the world. www.lasertherapysouth.com, where they can answer any and all questions. Check them out if you want to quit smoking. Lasertherapysouth.com, where being a quitter is a good thing. We're with Willie James, the Willie James gang, and we've kind of touched on the gang a little bit, Willie. So let's let's give them a shout out and give us a uh, band members that are in the gang when you had the gang. And I guess you guys don't do it anymore, right? Yeah, no, it's been kind of a revolving door. Uh, I've had, you know, but um, the my brother was on drums, um, uh-huh. and and then. Um, at the time, he was also our, our manager, and he was my partner in a studio I owned, and he was a keyboard player. And then um, Carl Weprick, I think is I, he was a uh, giant that played uh, bass for me in the yeah. band and then, you know, on the other stuff too. And uh, then, like... And that album that I had, you know, people come in, I had a, um, a fiddle player by the name of uh, Katie Thornton. She was awesome, did a great job. Um, Julia Ray did uh, some singing, you know, and rhythm or, you know, um, harmonies and stuff. And yeah, so the, the band um, was kind of like the leftovers of the band I had before, which was the Intergalactic Troubadours. And that was my brother um and carl and then we had a a a kid by the name of cody um who is incredible one of the best singers i've ever heard in my life and we also had um our original drummer Benny reichley and uh in those like um and george lawson was this uh this he's a good friend of mine um that he played lead guitar and slide and he's just one of those guys that can do anything you know and don't you, uh, don't you hate people like that <laughs> yeah uh, now he's going to school in nashville actually for uh recording engineering and oh. i think i'm gonna uh con him into recording my next album and uh he's a fiddle player but he only plays traditional uh irish tunes which are cool yeah i dig them love celtic but uh anyway so yeah the the main staple though has always been my brother like we we grew up obviously like next to each other in rooms and we both played guitar and never played together. That's like, so weird. Cause he was like a metal head and I was doing my thing. And like, yeah, then he started playing drums and then we, you know, played music together That's and it was bad. just, and we still will get together and play guitar. But for the most part we do our best work came on drums, me on guitar, like, and, uh, so him and I have always been, um, you know, that's 
if I, I would love to get, um, since I've been down here, I've talked to, uh, I got a drummer in mind, I mean, Art, and uh, I don't know his last name, but he's in a couple of bands. And I, I think I'm going to get him and a bass player and do like a little uh, blues trio because I had a whole album written of blues rock songs for that uh-huh. band who broke up. And they I'll throw them in every once in a while, but with the band, it's so much fun, dude. Like, I mean, they were so... Um, yeah, man, that's, and the gang thing was like, say more of like a, like a fan club <laughs> kind of uh-huh. idea. Like, oh, welcome to the gang. You know? Well, I kind of like the, the, the play on the James gang. Cause I grew up listening, yeah. you know, that's my oh, era. Was, so, you know, James gang and Willie oh, James oh. gang. I thought this guy's going to be a classic rock dynamo. And instead I got this incredible poet, you know, that, yeah. that writes, like writes stories. Well, I got music. Like say, I, I have those that I, I want to get out because I, I do have a lot of, when I had that band, all we did was classic rock, right? We had three mm-hmm. vocalists and we could do everything from Queen to Bowie to like, you know, to old, like I, I can emulate John Fogarty and a lot of the soul, like, you know, stuff too. So yeah. it, it was fun, man. I, I love that stuff. Can yeah. you take your style of music, Willie, your style of music, like we talked about, it's a storytelling Americana kind of style. Can you take that and it really plays well as a solo act? Can you transpose that with a, a more rock or bluesy flavor, some of those songs to present that same song or those same songs just with a different spice to them? I think so. You know, I mean, I think that a lot of it, um, Cause being a lead guitarist, like a lot of these songs that I write, like, so, um, one of the greatest writing tools I, I own is a looper pedal uh-huh. cause it streamlines. Cause I get, I, if I have a rhythm and a progression, right. I loop it, I put the guitar down and I just kind of freestyle over it over and over and over and, and figure it out where before, you know, you'd, you'd play it and then you'd set it down. Right. You know, so right. it streamlines <laughs> the process to where like, I have, and the reason I bring that up is I'm a blues lead guitar player. Like that's, that's, I I don't know, you know, uh, I don't do sweet picking. I'm not a shredder. I can play really fast, but like, I'm not, I didn't learn those techniques or tapping, like very rudimentary on that part. But like, so with that in mind, if I had a rhythm section, it would turn into more of like a, like uh somewhere between uh, my wife always says i'm somewhere between bob seeger and waylon jennings like uh-huh. if those two kind of met in a in the middle you know that's kind of where we're at because like um but writing wise i've written in every genre other than uh-huh. hip-hop uh and and like i so um it's definitely doable and i'd love to do that uh I think it would still come out kind of more like a Steve Earle or like a that kind of rock. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, have like that, or definitely more on the countryside of rock. Uh, uh, these ones, anyway. But um, yeah, man. I well, you're you're certainly a survivor. Yeah, see, I see where I'm going with this. Segway. <laughs> yeah. The the last song of yours is called Survivor, and uh, yeah. having. Having heard your story now, I, I want to listen to the song again because now I know you. 
And yeah, I want to hear how this applies to you because this song is about you, right? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Tell this us about one, it. <laughs> well, the plot's going to thicken here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wrote that song. Um, at the time, my wife had already moved to Kentucky. To uh, She took a job and was looking for a house for us to buy. And I was living in Montana with the horses and the animals and uh, taking care of that while she did this because we couldn't make it work that both of us went down with our herd of critters. Yeah. And uh, th somehow she always figures out a way when we're in Montana to leave for like four months, and it was usually wintertime. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> but she the, it just so happened she she left in december and it was like montana winters are so here's here's what happened when i wrote that song i went out and we had these automatic waters uh, and uh they were frozen so i was dealing with that in about 15 to 20 below <laughs> oh going God. back in warming up just miserable right but on top of that i had just got back to uh, the April before that, I went to Mayo Clinic, and because uh, I was losing muscle, I I, I hurt myself uh, going on three years ago uh, Valentine's Day. I fell and had to have shoulder surgery. And when I started doing physical therapy, I wasn't gaining any muscle, but I had noticed I was losing muscle in my arms anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, it took about a year from that to them to finally. Uh, they couldn't figure out what it was and they sent me to Mayo Clinic for a week and they did every test you could possibly think of and uh, I was diagnosed with Becker's muscular dystrophy which is oh, a really? tasting disease and I've lost about 20 pounds of muscle in two years you know like I mean it's a very uh, huge thing right like yeah. that, that was at the time it was you know one of the most devastating things I went through, and I'm fortunately I'm kind of a connoisseur of sorrow. Um, I I don't need to go into all of that, but I've, I've had a past of a lot of uh, loss and and things, and so the survivor thing. I I'm out there busting ice, and my headspace is in that. Like, I'm, how much longer am I gonna? There's this weird thing of like wanting to do stuff just because at some point I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. right. But then being pissed off that I have to do it. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I, I, I come inside. I'm in a very bad headspace and mad and cold and, you know, and I pick up my guitar and I can barely feel my fingers. And I start playing that, just that a minor thing. And I, I'm mm -hmm. like, going on you know like i need to and at first i thought i was going to write something that was going to be super angry and like angst and like and i um i stopped and i took a deep breath and uh i prayed and then i i grabbed the guitar again and i i started playing that and then like you know that i'm a survivor and then like it just kind of woof, like you know yeah. i got out of the basically and like and it was just basically my headspace in that time and what's insane since that song is i've been playing it out and i've had a lot of um i mean obviously anyone that has survived anything can find a camaraderie in it right right and and, right. and i find 
that that's my audience anyway, that a lot of people hone in on my music because of, you know, of their, own, their own struggles. Yeah, their own I battles, think yeah. empathy is one of the, you know, strongest connective fibers to relativity in music. Like, and that's where that kind of came with that. So I've had a lot of, um, actually, um, like cancer survivors that have you yeah. know reached out and like or when I played out they're like man you know I I'm I'm a survivor too you know like and that's such yeah. a yeah fulfilling thing in it so um it it's a you know just a at the end of the day it's a song just to you know be like hey you know uh bring it on you know you you do the best you can for the day that you're given and you know that that's the premise of it essentially I, th I think Fogelberg talked about you. My life's a living legacy to the leader of the band. I mean, my gosh, that's your life, man. You're a living that, legacy to your father and through your stories, through your music, through your life. Appreciate that, man. Powerful. Yeah, I love it. It's good stuff. Let's give yeah. this a listen. This is the last song we have from Willie James where we uh, give him a chance to really plug himself. But this song is called Survivor. I'm a survivor I know what it takes to survive I'm a believer By faith alone I'm alive So I won't let sorrows define me And I won't let Demons get me down Cause I'm a survivor Oh, there's lonely in my heart Sadness in my soul Dishes in the kitchen Dirt on the floor A late wind of wind Blowing through the door Reminds me I don't want to be here no more But I'm a survivor what it takes to survive I'm a believer By faith alone I'm alive So I won't let sorrows define me And I won't let demons get me down I'm a survivor Though the devil's in the shadows There's grace in the truth I'm luckily too damn old For the sins of my youth I drop my shield Attack with both hands Stand in the hope of the greater blame Cause I'm a survivor Yeah, I know what it takes I'm a believer By faith alone I'm alive So I won't let Sorrows define me And I won't let Demons get me down Cause I'm a survivor what it takes to survive. 
survivor, and what a survivor, and what a story, and what a storyteller. This has been Willie James, one of the best podcast interviews. I'm just so enrolled in it. And I say that a lot, but this, like, because you write my style of music, like, if I could write like you, I would write like you, you know? Let's write it, man. I- and uh, yeah, that, I'm good. I'm, we all have our gifts. I'm, I, I can do this stuff here. This is cool. All right. Uh, this is the last segment of the show. We call it Shameless Self-Promotion. Now, you just moved from Montana, so you don't have a lot of your merch that you had up there. But you do yeah. have stuff you can plug. So plug away, my man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, to get to any of my links, uh, the best way is to go to williejamesgang.com. And mind you, it's a Willie with a Y. Because so many times people look up IE. And they're like, man, it's nowhere to be found, you know? And I'm like, so Willie James King, Willie with a Y dot com is the, that is, uh, it's got everything to my Spotify, you know, and um, you can listen to three of my albums that I've had um, that are out on Spotify and iTunes and all of that. And then my Facebook is my main, you know, as far as keeping it, um pulse on day-to-day activities and what right. i'm doing it's my main platform and i use tiktok now as well and uh instagram i don't really use twitter but they're all the same it's all willie james gang uh you look that up on any of those platforms um and i'll pop up i have a really cool logo um to shout out to christy uh Stauffenberg. She did this incredible um, logo that I wanted of like a W and a J with a guitar head um, in the J and all that. So um, with that in mind, uh, I'm going to have merch out probably end of the year, kind of go with um, the new album. I'm going in to record. I'm actually going to record. uh, I'm working on like three projects and one is a new music and style I'm doing. Uh, then I'm going to do a, uh, I have a bunch of faith-based songs. I'm going to release a Christian album next year. Oh, cool. And then I'm going to start, I haven't, it's going to be like a playlist of uh, um, renditions I do. Uh, and I'm that one's going to be kind of an ongoing process for um, next year as well. And so that's all going to be able to, you know, if you just get on williejamesgang.com, mm-hmm. That's really the main thing uh, to check out what's going on. You know, it gets your links to everywhere and uh, has my music on there. So, um, yeah, that's that's about it. And well, I, brother, I you stay as, you see, you you got a a gospel album coming out, I, and there's a story I'll tell you about off off camera about uh, gospel. I don't do enough gospel on the show, uh, and it's not my fault. I mean, I, I put people on that that, that approach me. But I, well, here's the story. I've got to tell you. <laughs> I had a guy that is a gospel performer, and he wanted me to have more gospel music on this show. I'm like, dude, it's not in my control. It's whoever contacts me. I put it out there. Yeah. You know, on the different yeah. music venues that I talk to, and if if gospel people don't want to come to me, it's not a gospel podcast. And yeah. he ended up getting really upset that I wasn't going out of my way to go after gospel music. I said, I'm not going out of my way to get rappers. I'm not going out of my yeah. way to get jazz. You know, it's what comes my way. So he ended up not being on the show because of that, which, I, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. That's... But but I do, uh, to a point, I see his point that uh, 
it would be cool to have more gospel music on here just because i'm a christian and i you know i yeah. I, I, I don't oppose having faith-based stuff i just don't want this to be a televangelical hour you know but no i understand yeah when your new stuff comes out if you come up with a gospel album and it's released yeah. or before it's released hit me up again and we'll get you on again maybe next year next season yeah that's great. and let's yeah. talk about the new stuff yeah it'd be cool yeah i'm totally down man i i've been i've had these songs for a long time i started in church you know like um and then like you know went away from it and you know i it's been a journey but uh, the lord's always been with me and i yeah i truly feel it's a gift obviously and that's why um you know i do what i do uh i've had crazy things in my life that have just shown me that this is the only thing that i'm like i was created to do this you know and that's why i do what i do and that's I, yeah you know, so they call, I, them, I, they call them the fruits of the spirit or the gifts of the spirit. I guess these are fruits yeah. of the spirit, the songwriting yeah. ability that you can do that, that I can't, you know, and right. if, if oh, you no, can no, do that and give glory good. to God at the same time, bro, that's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to it, man. It's good. So I'll definitely be in touch because that'd For be sure. Yeah. Willie James, this has just been so cool. And and here's here's the thing because I don't know, I didn't know how good music is in Kentucky until this week. Now, I know how good it is. Now I can't wait to go there and start checking out music. And um, this is the last show in Kentucky this season. So what a uh, great <laughs> what a yeah. great way to end the end the week in Kentucky, man, with you. <laughs> Dude, uh do it. You're more than welcome. I got another room. Dude, there's <laughs> so much awesome like uh like Lance Rogers, uh James Reed. There's like these local cats that yeah. are just so good and so awesome and they're they're great dudes um so yeah man uh looking forward to coming out and seeing you and and i guess you've probably crossed paths with huck song smith yeah yeah i yeah. know huck. She, she's pretty big yeah all right man well uh thank you and yeah. uh our guest today willie james the willie james gang up next we travel to the state of my new orleans saints louisiana here we come on the music of america podcast You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America. Thank you.